Hello. Let's talk about your outfit a little bit. Little I just in. realized I'm matching the rug. There yes, might be a little are. leopard yeah. overkill happening today. Not on that side, though. <laughs> on the uh, on your left side, there's not leopard overkill. Just on the right side. Um, <laughs> People don't realize how weird it is that Renee's fully dressed at 10.30 in the morning on a Tuesday. How is that weird? That's not weird. At home. But I guess it's your job. So um, we're very excited. We, um, we Something really cool happened the other day. We had our friend Joey over and his wife. And, and you know, they've become good friends of ours here. And um, he is a, a Texas Ranger. Yes. Not the, uh, not the baseball players. But an actual um, Texas Ranger. Real life Texas Ranger. And we're we're sitting here at the house. He's like, man, I you know I need a new truck, and you know I just I, I you know it's that time. And and you know a man needs a new truck when his wife goes, no, he does need a new truck. <laughs> like when your when your wife is like, yeah, uh, you know I do have to agree because he's been driving around an old um, Ford. <laughs> pickup truck and and um so we start talking and all of a sudden i go i go look man i go why don't i put you in touch with the guys at at aztec chevrolet yeah <laughs> and then like two hours later he goes i hate you i'm now buying a truck <laughs> but he ended up buying a truck from our friends at aztec chevrolet and and it's a beautiful truck beautiful truck it's 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 the truck i want right now i i want the gmc denali 2500 like, i can't watch him drive off the lot with this truck because yeah, i really want it it's the truck i want but i'm very very happy for him but what was interesting to me is you know here joey lives in new Braunfels. Um, Beeville, Texas is where about an hour and a half from here yeah. is where the dealership is. And the guys at Aztec, you know, he actually sent them a, a photograph of a similar truck uh-huh. that did not have the wheels and did not have the upgrades, right? All the bells and whistles. All the bells and whistles. And Joey goes, man, you know, I'm not a, a flashy guy. You know, this is the same truck without the wheels, without the lift kit, without the leveling kit, without the... Um, the cover tinted on the windows back, and the cover the on the back and, fancy rims. and the guys at Aztec go, we'll match it. Get over here. Come get it. So they, they really went out of their way for, for Joey and, and, and I don't, what I love about it is I don't, I don't have to, I, I don't have to say, Hey, Joey's a really good friend of mine. Yeah. I don't have to say that because I know they're going to treat him amazing. And, yeah. and when we were there, cause we stopped there on the way, you know, one of the things that, that, they all echoed to me that I thought was amazing. He goes, man, Steve, we we're a small dealership. He goes, we can't afford to have bad press. Yeah. He was like, we run into the people we sell cars to at the grocery store. Right. Like, at church, at school. The at, at school. You know, yeah. He goes, so we make sure that we give the best deals possible because we are a small dealership and we want to yeah. take care of people and we can't afford to make people unhappy or make people feel like they had a bad deal. So big shout out to Aztec Chevrolet. Thank you for taking care of. Oh, and um, they, they hooked me up with, I got to put them on. They hooked me up with the little stickers for Delilah's Walker <laughs> with some Aztec Chevy stickers. I don't even want to talk about that. Walker, for her car, you, car know, walker. you know better. <laughs> you know better. But let's, let's, um, let's recap last week's episode with, um, I, you know what? I'm curious to, to know what people thought about it because it was our first time to have guests and I had a lot of fun doing it. I had a lot of fun doing it with you and I really enjoyed talking to Chelsea and Randy. Well, one of the things that I think I would change that, that we should do different, Producer Rick, is is I think it should have been husband-wife next to each other. Oh. 
and husband wife next to each other because okay. it, it really felt like a uh, women against men uh, thing and, yeah, and you ladies just okay. basically shit on our talent <laughs> and um, our egos for <laughs> for an hour um, but it was interesting and, and it was you know for me you know Lost and Found is such a good song yeah, they have and so many great songs he has a lot of great songs but to learn a little bit about Randy and his journey and, and a little bit about their, their love story. Their, yeah. Well, their, and you're a journey. huge Texas country music fan. So I feel like it's very centric to Texas and the podcast audience, people are listening from all over. So I'm curious to know what they thought too. Yeah. And, and it's interesting to me that, that yes, some people, um, some people don't know about there's this entire genre of country music that comes yeah. specifically from Texas and, and, you know, even though Randy last weekend was in front of, gosh, probably 10,000 people in Chicago. Um, yeah. And he does, you know, outside of Texas and he does very well. That there is a lot of people that still don't know about this music. So, um, like I said, put Randy Rogers in your, your um, Spotify list or your iHeart list or whoever you listen to and, and listen away. But I thought it was good. Yeah. And, and I, I, you know, it makes me wonder... Is there a personality type? You know what? That's so funny because I you was know? I was reflecting on that too as well. And I was trying to think of like other couples. And I think, yeah, it probably does take, realistically, if you think about it, it probably does take a certain personality type. Like we always talk about, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, how a lot of comedians end up dating, dating or marrying teachers. Yes. I find that very interesting. They A, a lot of my comedian friends are married to teachers. <laughs> Which I think is so funny. It's interesting. <laughs> and, and I don't know, I mean, I don't know if there's something They're used to, to dealing with children. With children. <laughs> are, are the, you know, what character does it take to be a teacher, right? What kind of person... Um, and, and, you know, it's one of those things, too. And, and if I'm on stage, I can always spot a teacher. Yeah. Right? I can always spot an engineer. Uh-huh. Right? I can always spot a nurse. Well, nurses and teachers are very similar in the way that they they hold themselves, the way that they dress. Um, they're 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 much more humble than you. Um, <laughs> but but I can just tell by the way that they dressed, whether they're a nurse or a teacher, uh-huh. you know. Um, and it's funny that you know me and you were actually having a um, you know we're we're having a a rough time. If we're being honest, it's been. It's been rough. It's been tough here at the Trevino house with everything that's going on with. Oh, I feel like seven months in with Delilah, I am like in the thick of the mom brain fog. And I think that's, I think that's normal, right? It's like the not sleeping has caught, caught up to you. This last night she slept. I don't know if you realize she slept the whole night. So I was like, this is the way she said that. I don't know if you realized I don't know if you realized, but she slept through the whole night. I, but, um, but I automatically woke up. Which makes a huge up. difference. But now if she has like a sleep regression, it just like throws me. Well, I automatically woke up at um, um, four in the morning. <laughs> Wondering why she hadn't cried yet. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay. Thinking that you uh, warped concept of time now. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I was waiting to go, okay, now's the time that... Delilah's going to be up. Renee's going to be getting out of bed, right? Yeah. Renee's going to be, uh, Delilah's going to be freaking out. But it, I, I also think that there's, it, it's just been from coronavirus to the pregnancy, to the colic, 
Yeah. To the, like, it's just been... I mean, I, I have to say that I think having her during coronavirus for you and I and our relationship was a blessing because you're the one who always wants to move at the speed of light. It's just your natural pace. And I move that way to keep up with you. But inherently, I would rather have a little more breathing room. I would rather things be a little more calm. And a baby kind of forces forces that, that you to need to live that way, right? You have to slow down. You have a baby. And but, I but, think but in I our relationship, coronavirus slows just, you down. Welcome to the uh, Captain Evil podcast, folks. <laughs> The Steve and uh, the Captain no, Evil and I not didn't Steve have podcast. I to nag you and say, "Hey, can we like chill out? We have a baby. Let's let's chill out a little." I didn't have to do that because but I also coronavirus feel, uh, did it for uh, me. I also feel that the nature of our life and the, the busyness of our life that um, we can't we have to we have to in a in a sense train Delilah to our lifestyle. We sure. we can't we can't shut everything down. And then all of a sudden, six months later, we go back to normal. And no. then Delilah's head is spinning like, wait a minute. Now we're in a car. Now we're in a plane. No, now we're I don't in a think different that's city. Now, either. You cut like... me off. You go ahead. <laughs> Rick, what's going on today? You go, girl. No, I don't think that's healthy either. I'm just saying for my mental health, this, there's a, a little stretch here where if we could chill out a little, that's helpful with a baby. No, and, and that is where I was trying to get to before you uh, roll. roll. And, and you know, I get so mad because people go, let Renee talk, Steve. Let Renee talk. And then now I feel like I've gotten to the point in this podcast where because I take notes, because I heard people say, let Renee talk, that I just sit here now while you talk. You think that's the truth or your ego? Uh, I think it's the truth. I, I think I think I've heard several people go, "Hey, Steve, you should talk more." Hey, Steve, like you know. Okay. So I, I've just so then forgive me. I'll back up. No, don't. You'll never back up. Um, we all know that. But what the point that I was trying to get to is that that personality types and yes. and and looking at the similarities that you and Chelsea, the traits that you and Chelsea have mm -hmm. right oh and by the way we were just saying that comedians uh, are always married nurses i mean nurses are teachers uh -huh. and then to find out that chelsea was a nurse yeah right and she's with an artist uh -huh. obviously um but but there there has to be some and, and me and you have been married and together a very long time yeah and even today there's still personality adjustments yeah. You know, we were having this discussion where, you know, sometimes Renee wants me to read her mind. Renee wants me to just know. You should just know. And I don't, you know, and, and you know, I understand Renee's personality type and I have to take a step back myself and go, okay, I have to cater to the way you grew up, your personality type. Right. And then and then you have to do the same for me. But sometimes we forget. Well, it's not. that. Sometimes we just. No, it's it, not that I expect. I feel like that's not an accurate description. It's not that I expect you to read my mind. It's that I don't want to tell you things like, hey, stop and slow down and spend time with me and the kids. But I have fun with the kids. Right. Garrett and I have fun. We're always doing stuff. We're always going places. We're always so uh, you know. I'm and and this was the the big argument we got into is because I am a busybody because 
I like to cram as much as I can into one day. Yes. Whether it's getting business done, getting work done, and still trying to find time to have fun, still have time to keep the house but up. But now there's a tiny right? human that yes. is a new addition to this family, and I we need to find a way to include her. Oh, the Baileys are in uh, Vegas right now. Hey, buddy, how you doing? What's up, guy? Oh, uh, you're on the podcast, so watch what you say. <laughs> <laughs> Money. Uh, are we rich? Did you hit it on the craps? Man, I, no, I haven't been playing craps. They got this great blackjack game here. And you've been killing it. Killing it, guy. Killing I was it. I was wondering why why Jennifer put a compliment on on your Facebook today, and she <laughs> Jennifer was like, "I love everything that you do for us," and, and I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> Jeremy must be winning." <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys, man. I'll catch up with you. We're on the podcast. All right, brother. Later. Later. Um, so back to personality. The tiny human that, yes. that we need to incorporate into this family. And, and, I, and I love spending time with my kids, as you know. Yeah. Um, and I love, especially right now, Delilah's very squishy, and I can make her laugh, and, you know, I'm watching her on the verge of crawling, which is very exciting. Now, now, yeah, now she just does, she just does a circle. She just does a 360 and she's like a little break dancer and she just kind of like goes in a circle. But, you know, going back to taking a step back and acknowledging each other's personality types, mm-hmm. right? Acknowledging, um, and, and it's interesting to me because you know, I, I do realize that, you know, Renee, you at this point is, you know, you're always, I don't have enough time and I can't get it all done and it's too much. And then it, it, it made us realize, and we talked about it mm-hmm. when you were growing up, your parents did all everything else for you. You, you didn't have to cook. You didn't have to clean. You didn't have to. My parents, um, I, I was raised that to... you focus on school and your activities, which I was overloaded with activities, right? Like only, I was well, president of every club. But, but essentially only right. focus on you. Right. Right. You worry about you and. The things you want to focus on, right. not the housekeeping and the laundry that nobody wants to focus on. Right. And, yeah. and because you were raised that way. It, it has translated to now that you do have to keep up with the home. You do have to keep up with kids. Yeah. You do have to do other things besides that. I always say when Renee is inconvenienced, hungry or tired, we're all going to pay. We're in trouble. Right. So me going, wait a minute. It's not it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. Right. That you're overwhelmed. It's part of the way that you were raised. Right. Me, I was raised in everybody else's house, right? I always had people around. I always was spending the night at my Aunt Aurora's, the Aurora's house, Yeah. right? And she had four kids, you know what I mean? Or five, five. Gabe, Jerry, Eddie, and Le- four kids, right? So I was always at their house. I was always doing something i was always busy i was always i was a very uh um free soul if you will you know dad's rule was hey man you pay your bills you go to work you got your car go do what you want to do and i did you know i was always going to visit jeremy uh in in 
Texas State, Southwest Texas on the weekends. I was going to Austin to hang out with Jerry and, and his buddies. And I was always on the go and I enjoy my life that way. And you don't. But somehow we found each other and there has to be, there's been all these adjustments. I think to say for, that I don't enjoy my life on the go is is inaccurate. I feel like you're really, you're kind of missing the point of what our discussion was about. No, no, no. I'm just saying that we're very different. Yes. That we're very different. We are we, very we, different. And this weekend I was just saying that it's not that I don't like life on the go. Like, obviously I'm married to you. Like, you know, I do enjoy the traveling and the life on the go. My point is that there's a tiny human and there's a big age difference between our kids. And so it takes a little more effort and planning yes. and, and space for the two of them and for the four of us to bond as a family. But the point that I'm trying to make is when I make a decision to go fishing with Eddie Sunday morning and then you go, well, I thought we were just going to be together as a family. And then you get upset about it. And my thing was. Because we hadn't spent any time together as just our family. And I understand yeah. that. And I understand that. And I'm all about it. However, what I'm saying is that you know that I'm a busybody. You know that I like to do things. So instead of going, well, how do you not know that we need time just to us and the family. Yeah, I, and that's going back to that was my original point is like, I don't want to, it feels like nagging when I have to ask you to do things that I feel like it's our family. There are things we should be doing, right? Like we should be spending time, the four of us with Garrett and Delilah and doing little kid and, things with and, him. I don't want to have to and, like, and, and I don't to say, I don't want to have to be the one to say, don't go fishing. We haven't made time to do this. Like this is, this is important. This is the priority. Well, I don't want to be the one that has to say, Hey, Renee, this is life. This is part of life. We're going to be busy. You're going to have to find a way to make it all get done. You do. You but do that's my point. That. But that's my point. I don't want to have to, but I have to because we're different personality types. And all I was saying in, 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 the, in the discussion that we were having in my truck was, hey, how about a little heads up? How about a little, I would like us to find time this weekend coming up for just the four of us. Can you find time? Can we do that, Steve, in the next two weeks? Let's schedule something so that that way when I make a decision. But do you also realize how crazy that sounds to you? That like, as you say it, you're like, can you find time for us in the next two weeks? Like no, it's no, our no. family. Okay. Like, the, um, the, the four you, of us. No, like, you act like I don't spend time with our family. I do spend time with our family. However, the time that I spend with our family is busy time. I like to be busy. Garrett and I work in the yard together. Garrett and I play ball almost every yes, single day and together. Again, that's my point. We go to I the don't want pool it together. Split up. I we want go, it the, and, the four of us, which means when you have a seven month old who can't move, it means let's all four of us lay on the rug and play with toys. And Garrett can play in his play kitchen and cook food and hand it to Delilah. Like, s slow I, down. I, Renee, you're talking to me like I'm not on board. I'm on board and I get it. However, you're also talking like, I don't, I'm never with my family. I travel with my family. Yeah, no, we're no, on no. A I'm, plane I'm not together. saying we're that in you're a never hotel with your family. Together. I'm just saying we go to the that pool together. I'm talking about quality bonding time with now that we have a little one. That's all I'm saying. And all I'm saying is I'm all about it. How, don't get mad at me because I'm a busy person. Understand that I'm a busy person. Yes. 
and go, hey. That's what came out of it, is that you you are a busy person. I like to be busy. <laughs> and so we're going to have to find creative ways where the kids get to bond, but you still get to be busy. Yes. And yeah. that's my point. And, but, but again, I don't mind. You know, we had a great Sunday, right? We had a great Sunday yeah. after I went fishing in the morning. And the whole entire afternoon into the evening was just the four of us. And we chilled out. And it was nice. Out. Garrett and, buried and, Delilah's and, feet in the sand. They got in the pool together. Um, no, we again, we enjoyed it. And yeah. it was great. And, and like I said, just a little heads up, right? And just going, hey, Steve, I know you like to be a million miles an hour. However, if you can find a little time that I want, what I need, right? Mm -hmm. Because I continue, you give me, you tell me what you need. I continue to give it to you and you continue not to be happy. So, uh, you know, let me know this is what I need. Yeah. And I'll give it to you because I love you. Because but it's I not what give you the things but it's not you what I want. need. It's not what I need. It's what our family needs. Uh, according to you. Yeah, well, yeah, according to me. Exactly. But... But don't you want your kids to have a close relationship? Like, don't you want to prioritize that and make make time for that? And, and we jump in the mule in the evenings. Delilah loves to take a ride. Yeah. And we take rides. And, and, and again, you're on this podcast acting like I don't spend time with my family. No, I never said I that. Those That's words never came out of my mouth. No, um, no, no, no. All I never I'm saying said that. is the point of what I was trying to get across on this podcast was that we are different people. For sure. We were, we were raised very, very different. Yeah. Very different circumstances, very different styles of raising. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and inherently, I think, I think that people are, are built a certain way. You know, Brad Garrett told me that Brad, Brad Garrett goes, your kids come pre-wired. Yeah. They're going to be who they're going to be. Yeah. Right. They're going to be driven. They're going to be. They're gonna have grit. They're gonna have. Uh, they're gonna be chill. They're gonna be intense. That right. What, whatever right. it is, you just have to to mold. And I think inherently, um, I am a fly by the seat of your pants guy. I'm a. I make decisions lightning fast. Right. I'm. I'm not afraid afraid to fail. And you're almost exactly opposite. Yeah. Right. And in order for our marriage to work, we have to remember that. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Is that yeah, yeah. we. And, and I'm hoping that somebody's watching this going, oh, okay, you're right. I have to remember that, you know, my husband is this way, because, right. right? And then my wife is this way. I have to say, too, I think that COVID was probably really hard for couples like us who are such different personality types <laughs> to then be stuck together all the time. Like, if you're married to someone, because there are couples who both are very similar. They share a lot of similarities, you know? And I think that COVID was probably much easier for them than people like you and I. I but, and I also think that, that I know that I'm going to die. I know that every day I'm dying. I'm dying right now. You guys are watching me die. That's where, so morbid. Where, but it's true. I mean, I understand what you're saying, and, but it's and, still so morbid. And because morbid. I know that, is why I enjoy every single day and I want to get as much done as I can every single day because I know that time is valuable. One of the things that I've always said is the 
the most valuable. See, and again, this goes to perspective because I know that time is so valuable and that's why I want to make sure that we're making the time for Garrett and Delilah to bond. And he, it's like, we both know it's valuable, but how, how we approach it is so different. It's very different, right? And, that, and that's okay. It's okay that it's very different because at the end of the day, we're both putting these different things into our kids. Yeah. Right? We're both... You know, Garrett gets to watch me constantly be busy and constantly be working and constantly, you know, enjoying life. I mean, I, you know, we were at, at Victoria's house um, in the pool. I'm the one playing basketball with all the teenagers. I'm the one playing kickball with all the teenagers. I'm not yeah. the I'm not the dad that sits by the bar, stands by the barbecue pit and just hangs out with other men. Yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah. Right. I like to be active. I like to hang out. I like to to have fun. You know, when we go to to urban air, I want my socks, too. <laughs> right. I'm out there jumping on the trampoline with the kids. Yeah. Right. And, and yesterday we were, we were at urban air and, and they have the jousting thing. Uh-huh. And, and this big kid kept beating everybody. And <laughs> these teenagers were like, sir, sir, can you beat him? Sir, get up there and beat him. And I was like, uh, like I wanted to, but the, the dad in me was like, that'd be inappropriate for me to go and beat this 13 year old or whatever. Um, but, but I, I like to be involved and I like to be busy. And I think that at the same time, Garrett and Delilah are lucky also to have a dad that wants to play. Yeah. 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 You know, I don't sit on the couch and just veg out. I, I'm up. We're, Garrett and I are playing ball together. We're going to the pool together. Today we're going to Six Flags. I feel like flags. you keep saying you know, that. Like you feel like you need to defend yourself. Like, no. No, I mean, no, no. What I'm saying is that I think that it's also very valuable that that because we're two different people, that our kids are getting... Um, two different perspectives. Two different perspectives. Yeah. And, and, and two different... Um, and before we before we ever know. even had kids, that was really important to me. Like at NYU, I went to school with kids who one parent was Jewish and one parent was Christian. And you know how confusing that must be. But also how amazing to grow up in a household where both traditions are respected. Right. Where two very different point of views are respected and shared and you all love each other. Like I just think that's really valuable. It is. It's very it's very um, um valuable. And I think that I, I, our kids have a great advantage to learn from both of us. Yeah, you know, and and to see both of our um, styles as to how we want to raise our kids, and and ultimately, you know, it doesn't matter what you tell your kids. You can tell your kids whatever you want, but they're watching you, right? They're, yeah, they're they're watching your actions. You could tell your kids, you know, not to drink, but if you drink, they're probably gonna drink. Yeah, you know, you can tell your kids. Um, <laughs> not you know, to curse, but not if to you curse, curse, they're probably going to curse. But if you curse, they're probably <laughs> going to curse, you know, which then again leads to if your kids see you exercising daily, they're probably going to exercise daily. If your right. kids see you, you know, you can tell your kids all day, hey, that's an unhealthy snack. But if you're eating right, an unhealthy snack, well, they're probably going to, yeah, you know, do the same, you know, and, and ultimately they're watching. Our kids are watching the way we handle ourselves and, and what we do and how we do it. Well, part of the reason that Garrett slaps you on the butt. <laughs> is, oh my God. In public, I have to tell him that is not I know. okay. And, and that was, that's a mistake <laughs> on my end. That is a mistake 
It's just your your ass is so nice and juicy, and and when I walk by it, I, I just have to. There go. girl, who's got a big old butt? Mama's oh, yeah. got a big old butt. <laughs> we do do that, and it's awesome. Um, but we had a um, um, we had a gift sent to us. Coincidentally, speaking of coronavirus, uh-huh. so desperately we wanted to go to Hawaii. Oh yes. And, and, and we're like working on it. Had a date. We had a date. At least a month in a venue. And yeah, we had a venue. We had a date. We was all, we were all set up. And the best part is we were going to stay with Rebecca and Sean because they my were um, stationed. You know, yeah. Sean stationed there. And we were like, oh my gosh, we get to go to Hawaii and we've got a date there. And to be honest with you, I don't care if I sell tickets. <laughs> like just the fact that we get to go. Right. Uh-huh. And then COVID happened and, and that got way, way, way on the back burner. And, and unfortunately uh sean has now been stationed to japan yeah so they are no longer in hawaii as of um fourth of july weekend so now we don't have anywhere to stay yeah but we we know that we have people in hawaii that listen and and one in particular that was so cool uh you want to read the deal we got the best gift basket with like all kinds of hawaiian goodies crazy Gummy bears. My sister was like, you guys got good stuff. Um, what's her, she, her name's not, I think it's Mai. Mai is her name. But she just said, thanks for all the laughs on the really hard days. And she's sending us some Hawaiian goodies. The chocolates did not melt. She said, I hope the chocolates didn't melt. They didn't melt. <laughs> and I love, I love, uh, I don't, she's got to work like at a school. Like who still has, who still laminates? <laughs> who still... <laughs> Is that what it's called? Is it called laminating? It probably has his laminator. Yeah, I, who still has a, a laminator? <laughs> um, but my, you know, thank you for the treats. And, and Renee was like, every time I try to get into the treats, Renee would be like, no, we got to do it on the podcast. So now finally. I'm calling dibs on the gummy bears. I There's can get like into the. Lemon peel gummy bears. Doesn't that sound fancy? Yeah, they look delicious. So, well, hopefully, hopefully, you know, things start to kind of get back to normal and, and we can again book. Hawaii yeah. and, and go to the big island because um, both of us would really, really like. To I've never it. been. You know, I, yeah. I, I went to Kauai um, once. Yeah. And that was it. But we flew into, um, uh, what's the big island called? I forget. And then we flew out to Kauai. So that yep. was, and we played golf, spent the night and left. That was. Oh, it was quick. Yeah, it was, it was a quick yep. um, trip. But uh, Friday I went down to, um, the Texas Valley, they uh-huh. call it the Valley. Yes. Uh, which, by the way, so your your mom's cousin was there, the uh-huh. teacher. Okay. Uh, they came out to the show and they were wondering where. I was gonna say, mom has a bunch of cousins where, that are teachers. I don't know which yeah, one. Um, but There's a lot of educators on her side of the. You know, family. we did we did a show for the Speedy Memorial. Now Speedy um, was killed in the line of duty. He was a sheriff, mm-hmm. uh, and he lost his life. And we had started three years ago raising money for his foundation which gives scholarships to police officers kids it's a really that's it's cool you know and specifically if if there is a police officer that has fallen in the line of duty then they donate um money to um for a scholarship for that kid yeah you know so it's a really really special deal and it was it was a lot of fun to go to the, the valley's just it's this little hidden kind of gem Texas. is it hidden i feel like it's big right like it's big but it's hidden like it's you know you don't you're not passing through it 
Yeah, that's true. You know, actually, yeah, it's like, not if like you go, it's because you're going if, to go there. If you there. go, yeah. you're going to the valley. Yeah, right. And it's like, like you know, you go to the, any restaurant, even if it's a Mexican restaurant. Geographically, it's like the bottom tip of Texas mm-hmm. is what we're referring Correct. to. But you know, we we go to this restaurant and the service is amazing and the food is just a little better and, and oh. more gourmet and, and it was just it was just awesome. It was a great experience. You had some and good Mexican food? I did. I got some They're amazing great Mexican food. Amazing Mexican good food. Good ceviche. You can get like which is yep. you can get great ceviche down there. A lot of great ceviche. And it was it was just what I'm saying is it was an honor to be able to perform for um Speedy. You know, his 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 wife went on stage and, and thanked everybody and then you know, she started crying and I'm like, oh man, like I'm trying not to cry, yeah. you know? So it was just a, a really special show. And, and we ended up raising almost $50,000 uh, for this scholarship. So it That's was, awesome. it was really special. And I'd like to thank um, Javi and, and the entire um, Sheriff's Department of Mission, Texas and the Ocaña family for, for putting all this together and, and well, helping put it all together. And we just had a wonderful time. So thank you so much. And then we have, um, when you see this podcast, you got Pittsburgh coming I will be in up. in Pittsburgh, and then Corpus, Corpus Christi going and, back and home. That's what that phone call was about. Yeah. Ray, Ray called because they're trying really hard to open this new comedy club, and the city is just giving Brandon a hard time. And it's one thing after another, and upgrade this, and upgrade that, and change this, and change that, and you know it just. It makes me sad for the small business person. Gosh, can you imagine? You know, like after, especially like comedy clubs having to come off a year of COVID and then, or year and a half, whatever. But it, but it leads to the bullies, right? You know, these comedy, well, the comedy clubs that, that have eight comedy clubs. Oh, you know, that's if, what you're if, referring to. If okay. they want to come into a town, they can, they have the money. Right. Right. Their chance of success is going to be much greater than the mom and pop comedy shop. But you got this guy, mom and pop shop, trying to open a big comedy club in Corpus Christi, trying to bring um, big talent. I mean, he's got myself. He's got Nate Bregazi coming up. He's got um, people like Theo Vaughn. I mean, big comedians coming to Corpus, which has never happened in a comedy club before. Right. Right. And here's this guy trying to open it. And the city is just hammering him with every little detail. And we want this changed and we want this fixed and, you know, put more exit doors. And I mean, so yeah. it, it well, just. Well, those things are important too. They are important. They're very, very important. But there's, there's got to be a way to, you know, move things along. Right. Right. You know, as they open, maybe going, hey, do this mm-hmm. so that we know that we're safe and we're complying. But as the months go on, we need this, these things to happen. Right. So that you can then be 100%. I mean, what I'm saying is, is to be a little more flexible with the small business owner who's really trying to do something. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's discouraging to, and Brandon does very well. Luckily for him that he, but still, I mean, he's like, he called me and he goes, Steve, I mean, he's like, I'm, I'm at the city every single day. I've done everything they've asked me to do. It has cost me thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And I might not be able to open the week that you're here. He goes, that would destroy me. Yeah. You know, he's like, that would be maybe the end. And which, by the way, if he doesn't make it, 
Are they going to give him the money back? Well, no, of course not. It doesn't work that way. Right. So now they've, they've ran him through the ringer. They, they've taken all, you know, uh, he's done all these things that they've asked. Then they don't let him open. Then he never gets to open. Yeah. You know, and I, I just think about as me and you are, are small business owners, essentially. And producer Rick is a, a small business owner. It's like, yeah. man, I, you know, there's got to be a way that we can help small businesses in the cities to help them succeed. Right. You know, hey, great. Let's hear your idea. Awesome. You want to do a big comedy club in Corpus Christi and you want to bring talent to Corpus Christi to give people in Corpus Christi another entertainment option. Hey, let's all go down there as a city and help this guy be successful. Yeah. As opposed to roadblock, roadblock, roadblock. And it's like, man, because, you know, I wanted to open a comedy club in Corpus Christi. Yeah, you know, yeah, I've always it's had hometown, the, yeah. it's my hometown and I've always had the idea of, man, I would love to bring my friends. You always talk to, about growing up and wanting to be an aspiring comic and wishing that you had a place to go get on stage because there was nothing like that. Right. And, and there has become a comedy community in Corpus Christi, you know, guys like Javi Luna. And I mean, there's a lot of young up and coming comics that because Brandon has that comedy club there. They have a place to go on stage and they understand what a comedy club even is. And I've always wanted that for young people in Corpus Christi area yeah. to go, that's what a comedy club is. Oh, I can go watch my favorite comedian and see how they do it and what they do and see it live. Yeah. And I've always wanted to do it. And now I'm like, man, I sure am glad that, that Brandon's dealing with all this bullshit and not me. Yeah. But I also think it's sad. And, and uh, I will say that if you're a small business owner, you know, please understand that I believe in you and, and don't quit and try to overcome all the obstacles a, as you go. And, and I'm just hoping that, you know, the city will find it in their hearts to go, you know what, let's open it up. Right. Let's make sure that people are safe. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the thing. Do, do we need to, you know, can, can we hire fire guys to be there and police? human bodies yeah right to make sure that in case of emergency mm -hmm. the professionals are there i mean there's got to be a compromise yeah and there's got to be a way um there's got to be a way right yeah um hang on real quick go ahead honey talk <laughs> you have been on your phone in a lot of this podcast i don't know i i, I just it, it you know it, it it made me think about you know why now you know why the big comedy clubs come in and take over a town yeah right they can. now you know why the big coffee shop comes in mm -hmm. and takes over a town now you know why you know because that's that that person who wants to open a coffee shop it's impossible oh don't say that you don't know? say it's impossible no, no, I, you know what i mean it's it's yeah. it, it becomes very very difficult yeah you know and you need deep deep pockets and it shouldn't be that way you know, which was very interesting to me when we're we're driving through Nixon, Texas to come home. Uh -huh. We stop at this barbecue place called um, Pioneer. I was going to say, I don't even know. You know what? I don't even know what it's called. Pioneer Barbecue right there in Nixon, Texas. Y'all, Nixon is like, you wouldn't know it. I don't even, does it even exist on a map? It's like middle of, of nowhere. Of course it exists There's on nothing. Um, but we, we stop at the barbecue. I had been there once before because my ranch is 
is not far from there. The 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 deer lease that, that I'm on is not not too far from there. But I you know we we st- we're gonna eat Mexican food. They were closed. Yeah. We end up at Pioneer Barbecue, and it's this. I mean, it's the size of this room. I don't even like barbecue, and it was I like delicious. It. Delicious, and of course, me being me, I want to talk to everybody. Yeah. So I talked to the owner. The owner's from New York City. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Went to culinary school. Yes. And did not want to be in the city anymore. He did not want the city. Life. I mean, look, he went to the opposite extreme of Brooklyn or Manhattan or wherever oh my he God. was. He's in the middle of nowhere. Well, now. he finds Rick. He finds this place for sale on Craigslist. Buys the it, building, right? He the, finds building, the building for sale. Buys it, moves him and his wife there. And I go, hey man, I go, do you do catering? You know, would you like to work at our Goliad building that we're buying, right? And he goes, eh, yeah, the, the less work, the better. <laughs> that sounds like more work. Yeah, he goes, that sounds like more work. We're, I'm, I'm just here to, you know, make a living and hunt. He goes, and, and, and live the quiet life. He goes, that's why I'm here. It's the quiet life. It's for and sure he, the quiet life. He definitely life. got the quiet life. But um, I'm just happy that he was able to open that business, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, in Nixon. So if you find yourself passing through Nixon, Texas, um, stop at Pioneer Barbecue. Which I don't is... know why anyone would be passing through Nixon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you would be going there, but and and I, and I think you know all these, um, um, especially these Austin barbecue places. Uh huh. They're overrated. They're one thousand. Oh, I mean, I, I overrated. Agree. This guy's sides were I have, awesome. I have eaten at barbecue places, Rick, all over the state. That are just what I'm saying. No, here's what I'm saying. I'm saying Uh-oh, that Rick is shocked. The if you could see our computer screen and the yeah. look on Rick's face. No, no, right Rick. Now. Let me say this. Let me let me re- let me. It's not worth standing in line uh-huh. at a barbecue joint for an hour and a half when you can get quality good barbecue all over the state of Texas. No doubt. Have you been to Salt Lake? Yeah. The original Salt Lake. Yeah. Yes. What do you think? And I think Pioneer Barbecue, I think Cooper's in New Braunfels is just as good as Salt Lake in Austin. And I didn't have to wait an hour and a half to then find out that they're sold out and go home. I agree with that. That's annoying. But uh, Salt Lake and Driftwood on the vineyard and stuff is amazing. We've no, they, that you, you can debate the food. But Cooper's anywhere is amazing. No, Cooper's... Dude, Cooper's beef rib and their rub and no, their, No, but you this know. guy had creamed corn like I've never tasted before. They were like, I, I don't know because I know nothing about cooking. I'm not culinary at all. But what were the green? Was it chives that were in it? Yep, the little chive. green he speckled? Had a, he had a Greek salad. It was like the creamed corn was like flavored differently. Yeah. His beans had something in them that made them taste flavored differently. Now, I His potato salad was awesome. I should have known that he was not from Texas because the brisket was okay. His ribs were amazing. His sausage was amazing. The sides were amazing. And the brisket was, it passed. See, to me, barbecue is barbecue. You're going to put sauce on it. It's all going to kind of taste the same. So I, I'm about the sides. Give me some variety in the sides. I know. She has no idea, dude. Barbecue <laughs> sauce on it. Yeah. Okay, this is why we need, men need multiple smokers and grills. Yes. I'm We're trying to tell her. Well, you know, we need we need to wrap it up, and and I I gotta say, interesting podcast. 
Yeah. Um, and I have learned my lesson. I, I will no longer speak of things that we fight about because you get very aggressive and intense. And, I got aggressive? Uh, I think so. And I think we're going to hear all the comments about how... <laughs> How I was wrong and you were right. Okay. Yeah, they love it. Probably. They love it. Probably. Oh. Yeah. I didn't think I got aggressive. I'm kidding with you. I love you. You look fantastic as always. Um, we also have to give it up to... Um, old Salt Coffee. Old Salt Coffee. And because um, Sean is an officer in the Navy going to Japan, Rick, I promised him. And he, and he told me, he goes, man, he goes, I've never seen anybody drink coffee more than Navy guys. Yeah. So we're going to send... Um, some Old Salt Coffee to some Japan. Some Old Salt Coffee to Japan. For um, Sean Ayano and his boys out there when he gets stationed out there. And for those of you that, that want to support veterans, that want to um, be a part of something really, really cool, oldsaltcoffee.com, Trevino10, that's T-R-E-V-I-N-O, and the number 10, and you will get 10% off. You're going to buy coffee anyway. You might as well buy it from veterans, and you might as well help out uh, Captain Evil and her leopard print habit. <laughs> Um, big thank you to all of you. Do me a favor. Please share. Please like. Please get the word out because we love doing this and we love you guys. Thank you. I'm Steve Trevino and this is Captain Evil.